0: True. West Radio, for Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire. From Weston to Wisman's Bridge, for Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio.
1: With your latest news from Pembrokeshire, I'm Jonathan Twig. Aldi supermarket stores in Haverford West and Pembroke Dock are donating surplus food directly to local groups Pembrokeshire Frame, a charity that provides support for people with disabilities, and Patch, which delivers food parcels to those facing a financial crisis. The new partnership that help those most in need in the county sees the local good causes collect surplus food up to five days a week at each store, as it donates perishable items such as fruit, veg, and long-life items and baked goods. Last year the supermarket donated 2 million meals to Charity and expects to increase this by 50% this year over its 830 stores. Any local charities in Pembrokeshire looking to partner up with Aldi store should email aldi at com to apply. Last Friday hundreds of motorcyclists gathered for the final journey of 40 year old mummer 3 Laura Davis who died in an accident at Pembrey racetrack earlier this month. The bikers, many with pink ribbons on their machines, followed the funeral cortege arranged by FG Rees and sons of Porfield Gate as it made its way to Park Wing Cranatorium along the A40, a poignant moment observed when Wales Air Ambulance helicopter performed a tribute flypast, as Laura was among those who had helped raise money for the charity in a sponsored motorbike ride around Wales just weeks before her death. Donations in lieu of flowers for the Wales Air Ambulance may be sent of Steph Williams, 26 Kevin Coyd Scledhy, Fishguard SA659QU A book on the 200-year history and heritage of Pembrokeshire Farmers Club, compiled by Edward Morris of Loverson Farm, was launched at the Pembroke Town Hall last Thursday. It has taken Edward seven years working on the project as he spent three years gathering information to produce the book, which depicts the history of the club over the last 200 years. Originally formed in 1817 by two major landlords in the area, Lord Corder of Stackpole and Sir John Owen of Oriolton. With the holiday season in full boom across the county, with tourists arriving from across the world to sample the delights of the area, one of the county's top family attractions, Folly Farm, has been announced as the venue for international tenor and inaugural winner of Britain's Got Talent, Paul Potts, who will return to the Follies Theatre in October for a top charity concert promoted by the Rotary Club of Narboth and Whitland. It'll be Potts' only UK venue for a live performance before he embarks on a two-month European tour, and he will be supported at the Follies Theatre by Pemminshire Ladies Choir, Bella Voice. In local sport, Haverford West County continued their ambitious start to the pre-season campaign by securing a 3 1 victory over Goody United in the Danny Evans Memorial Game, thanks to goals from skipper Sean Pemberton and new striker Marcus Griffiths. Wayne Jones's Bluebird have a sterner test tomorrow evening when Cardiff City under 23s arrive for a 7pm kick off at the Bridgemeadow Stadium, including in their ranks striker Danny Williams, whom half of the rest sold at the Championship side in January for a five figure sum. On sale at the club shop will be specially commissioned shirts as the club celebrates its 120th anniversary. 12-year-old Emily Locke pony Anil Rascal and 15-year-old Carrie James, who rides My Jackson's Dream, have been selected for the Welsh squad, which competes at the David Broome Event Centre in Chepstow, against teams from Scotland, England and Ireland over two days of dressage, show jumping and working hunter competition started on Monday, August 5th. Both riders have also qualified for the Gold Cup at the BSPS Champs in Lincoln at the end of August. Also selected for the Welsh team are Sophia Cunnell riding Milford Fair Honey Bear, and 16-year-old Georgia James on yowl Caradoc. I'm Jonathan Twig, and you're up to date with all your latest Pemlisha news here on Pure West Radio. Oh, it's us. It's us again, It's yeah. the West
2: Files. We're back! Yeah, Yay.
3: it's like we've never
2: left, isn't it?
3: We never did leave, did we? No. I think you were in the basement.
2: I was somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Doing something. Doing something. With someone. That doesn't surprise me. I think we should have the music. We should. Get on with it. Yeah, get on with it. Oh, so before we get, before we do that... Go on. Did you go to the carnival yesterday? We,
3: oh, Haverford West one? Yeah. Nah.
2: We went. Did you? Yeah, but we've been to Narberth the day before. Oh! <sniffs> Narberth yeah. was a good one. Uh, Pem- uh, Haverford West, up your
4: game. Yeah. People are strange, when you're strangers we strange faces come out of
2: Without stranger than the West Files. Exactly. Have you, know you missed me? Of
3: course I missed hey, you. Hey, I was
2: listening to your, what is it, middle-aged woman's my ramblings. Oh, many ramblings
3: with an older the woman. The ramblings of an older, older woman. woman. No, yeah,
2: no, yeah. So it's all tenor lady. No, um, no, no, no. Yeah, what? No. no, uh, no. What's that? Um,
3: we just, I just ramble.
2: No, what's that? What, what? Is that one they use for PM, PM, whatever. PM something. PMS. Is that the one? I
3: don't know. No. When
2: they go through the change, isn't it? Oh, and the menopause. We, yeah, it's a, well, women grow beards.
3: You speak for yourself. <laughs> you've already got one. What's that say about you?
2: You, I
5: don't how you, do you want me to call
3: back?
2: <laughs> that was our guest. who's coming we'll up in a little a while.
3: Yeah. We have a guest tonight.
2: Yeah. Will we have a guest? Will we have a guest tonight? Well, we haven't introduced him yet, so. No, well,
3: they'll find out. More, we'll more later. But
2: first, public service broadcasting at its finest, because mm. if you've left your garden toys out, go bring them in. Because oh, the cause from three o'clock in the morning, uh, tonight, overnight, and right through tomorrow, we're in a weather watch area for wind gusts up to 50 miles an hour. Uh, severe thunderstorms, ris- possible risk possible risk of I flooding. So if you're it. in a tent... <laughs> you're cruel! If you're on holiday in Pembrokeshire, in a caravan or a tent... <laughs>
3: well, no, welcome to our weather. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. hard luck yeah. yeah, you see what we have to put up with for yeah. the remaining eleven and a half months of the yeah.
5: year
2: <laughs> anyway so uh, let's let's uh, should we um, what have we got to do next let's play some music and then yeah. we can introduce the well, guests it gives a
3: hint about well yeah, yeah. because
2: we haven't We haven't really given any hints tonight, and we're not going to yet, so we'll play some music, and then we'll reveal our guest in five minutes and 37 seconds' time, which just gives you just enough time to drag the paddling pool in, bring Grandma in, and ladies, trim your beards. Yeah, so tonight, uh, Radio Gaga by Queen introduces our guest, because um, we're not the only radio station in Pembrokeshire. No, we're not. In fact, there are radio stations that have been in Pembrokeshire since the dawn of radio, and they broadcast all over the world. Mm. From basements, from attics, from radio shacks at the end of the garden. And so tonight our very special guest is Elwyn from Pembroke's Amateur Radio Society, Amateur Radio Group. So good evening, Elwyn.
5: Good evening, well, thank you I, for inviting well,
2: me. Should I say CQ or <laughs> join us to QSL? Plain Eng-
5: yeah, plain you know, English will do us, but no, it's okay.
2: Do you still
5: use the Q codes? Yeah, yeah, very yeah. much, yes. Because
2: I'm going to yeah. QSY to... Don't get a cup
5: of tea in a minute. <laughs> I use Morse code all the time, so I've got to use the Q code. There's no way around that one.
2: Uh, so Morse is still... Of course, the amateurs still use Morse a great deal, don't they? That's right, yeah. So, Pembrokeshire Radio Society, who, what, where, when, how? When did they form? How long have they been going? What do they do?
5: Approximately 1986. That's when the club was formed.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: A year before that, a, a few of us worked for six to nine nine months uh, every weekend to learn enough to do our exam for our amateur radio licence plus we had to learn Morse code to 12 words a minute standard um, which is about 65 letters per one minute I can't type that fast Three, we had three minutes of that, and uh, not much tolerance on mistakes. <laughs> Pretty rigid, you know, which uh, I found it okay. It took a good many months to learn it properly, but yes, well worth it. How often do you use Morse? Sorry?
2: How often do you use Morse code nowadays? All the time. It's still a very, very common form yes. of communication, even in the 21st century. Yes. Because it dates all the way back to the very early days of radio, doesn't it?
5: It does. That was the beginning, yeah. Marconi (coughs) and all them, like, you know.
2: When did you get interested in radio? What's your background? About
5: 1986, 85. I started listening to the council. We were snowed in in the village of Langham, and I was listening to the council, JCB boys, on a transistor radio. And then it went on. I was on CB for about 18 months.
2: Oh, I remember the days of CB. So yes. Do I. I remember the ah, good so days. So you were sidebander? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think most of the the, <clears throat> the the dedicated ones were. They were on the AM sidebands, weren't they? That's it. And collecting QSL cards.
5: That 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 was great fun. Even in amateur radio today, even, but it's now done. I'm going to
2: explain to people what a QSL card is.
5: A QSL um, card is is an acknowledgement card, with the other radio stations' amateur radio call sign on it. And a few details and the mode and the time and so forth, um, that you had this year. Conversation
2: and, and they, they're, they're very, I mean, a lot of them are very elaborate, aren't they? We like exchange, the oh, yes, with lots of they are just like postcards in many, in many respects, postcard
5: size, but yeah. a bit more elaborate. Like, you know, some yeah. people spend a lot of money on that, very, very decorative. And, and they are nice. nice so, is your have.
2: radio shack? do you have a radio shack? Yes. Uh,
5: convert, it, where is it, uh, it's where in it, a box room, very small room in the house.
2: Decorated with the QSL cards?
5: That's right.
2: clock on the wall? Yes, <laughs> world map.
5: <laughs> Two world maps. <laughs>
2: because you, you have the ability to talk literally all over the world, don't you? Yes. Um, different
5: times of day in different mm-hmm. bands uh, conditions, you know. And so, so
2: when we talk about different bands, we're talking about different frequencies, aren't we? Well, we have
5: no, we have nine different bands mm-hmm. 1.8, 3.5, 7 megs, all the way up to yeah, 28 megahertz, megs, aren't they?
2: I'm just because for the megahertz, if for Ronnie's benefit, we're talking about radio frequencies, aren't
5: we? Frequencies, yeah, yeah. we don't use channels like, like CB, CB does, it's CB's. same thing, only different, then put it that way, you know. And we have lots of bands to play on, big p- bits in each part of the spectrum, all the way up from medium wave to VHF, UHF, even.
2: Now, radio amateurs also have the ability to talk to outer space, don't they?
5: Yes, via the satellites. Yeah, I listen to them mm-hmm. on a scanner.
2: What, a, what about? I mean, and also uh, to to and from the International Space Station. I
5: S S. Oh, when I woke my dog at night, I always look up to see it. I saw it twice last week. Uh Every 92 minutes it does a...
2: Now, I know that people have radio scanners, and it's about 145 megahertz.
5: That's the amateur band, eh?
2: Um, And that's the the downlink frequency that people can listen to the space station.
5: Yes, Um, exactly.
2: And they do a lot of work when they have radio amateurs on the space station, talking to schools. There's
5: one or two up there now, like, at this moment as we speak. There are. And they do arrange things called scheds, schedules with schools and, and things like that and organisations. And even now and again, the odd amateur may give a call in just at the tail end after they've done their bit with the schools. And uh, just to say hello, my name is Elwyn, and my call sign is so-and-so. Nice to hear you. Good luck. Keep it short and sweet. and oh, uh,
2: members of the public who have these scanners, off they go. can they listen to amateur radio?
5: Yes. A, sc- a scanner is only a receiver. It's not nothing illegal or nothing like that. It, it only becomes illegal when you start listening to some of the police. Uh, you, you can't do this now. But when you listen to the police and some other military things, then it becomes illegal. It's the use of it. The scanner is okay mm-hmm. by law. But it's what you listen to. But I listen to the marine and amateur bands and uh, the satellites, mm-hmm. that's all I use it for. I've got no other interest anyway, Like
2: Now, radio amateurs, I, they were the... I mean, we are a radio station, uh, but all of this, we owe it all, really, to amateur radios, don't we?
5: Yes, that's where it all started out, pioneered.
2: Because yeah. all of the great inventions and discoveries and the advances in radio came from guys like you and your club.
5: In the early days, you're right.
2: Basically... Sticking things together. I think, is the term homebrewed?
5: Homebrewed, it's spot on. Made, when yeah.
2: they make it at home, out of bits of yeah. old military surplus, radio equipment. TVs, and spare bits and pieces. Bits and bobs. <laughs> And then talking to like-minded other radio amateurs.
5: Yeah, we discuss how to make these things and better ideas. Somebody would have a better idea than us. Well, so I mean, we we'll listen to, to them. I've listened to them. And we try it all out.
2: I've know. listened to the amateur bands on the scanner. And uh, often it, the most interesting conversations are about the weather. You d- you guys really do like telling each other about the weather.
5: I find it as boring <laughs> as can <confusing. laughs> be. I'm sorry to be different to the or, to some or, of the rest. Or but if that's all,
2: my wife. or now there's a, there's an amateur term for the wife, isn't there? Is it? Uh,
5: X-Y-L.
2: Uh, X-Y-L, that's it. Yeah. x y l x y l that's yeah that's ex girlfriend then or ex young lady it's
5: a y l before you're married <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, the x y l's in asda and i'm x, stuck in then. the car park and i've got the radio on in the car
5: no longer your yl she's your x y l becomes your now, wife then
2: huh? you use a lot of codes i i, I mentioned the q code before
5: oh use a lot of them
2: now what, why? What is
5: the Q-Code and why do you use Q-Codes? The Q-Code is to express yourself quickly and to eliminate any misunderstanding what we're talking about. And it speeds up the conversation. Mm-hmm. But if I ever chat on there with somebody, I try to keep that to a minimum because I want to talk to a person, not throw numbers and names at each other, you know. But the thing is, <laughs> this is what most is... is Full of cue codes, like mm-hmm. abbreviations, brevity. You can have a five-minute chat on Morse, which would take you probably quarter of an hour, maybe, because you have to ramble with the microphone, but you don't ramble with a Morse key. You're pretty brief and to the, uh, you know, and to the point. And to speed it up even more, is the cue codes then? Eh?
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Um. X, Y, L, as you were saying, W, X is the weather.
2: Well, the, I mean, the opening one, isn't it C, Q?
5: C, Q, that's initial core. C, Q, but C, Q, it's gradually come to. Da, dee, da, dee, da, da, dee, da. But these Q codes, I the recognise
2: them from, from uh, aviation as well, because the Q codes are used, um, they may have actually come from the maritime uh, originally, but... Because you have, uh, for barometric pressure at an airfield, or regional barometric pressure, you would have QFE for an airfield and QNH for a regional barometric pressure. So the Q codes, are they're not an amateur invention, are they?
5: No, they go back to the original um, radio broadcasts. So Q we'll codes were brevity, just to keep it short, you know?
2: Because the the very first radios really were... Am I right in thinking that wasn't the very first SOS the Titanic? The first calls were CQD, weren't they? And then she CQD. To SOS.
5: That's then, right. Then their operator switched to the SOS call time. That's right. Uh, SOS. The SOS call. Yeah. SOS. Of course, it's international. I'm mm-hmm. was Yeah. But prior to SOS, there was CQD, wasn't
2: it? CQD. Correct. An earlier calls. Yeah. Side, an earlier. Call there was
5: time. a little bit of confusion when the changeover came too, but uh, eventually it, they all taken on board then. And everybody knew what it was about and accepted it acceptance was mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. you know some people were brought up in rage i mean now with cqd and others then changed easy but some were a bit reluctant to change but it did in the end and we all standardized then as does the phonetic code now that's pretty standard all over the world
2: yes indeed it's standard whenever you're trying to give your car registration to the insurance company that's it um, yeah, although there are lots of variations of it creeping in. All, uh,
5: yeah, but not necessarily the, the right ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, <laughs> but there you are.
2: So back to the radio club itself, the Radio Society. It, I presume it's a fully fledged society. How, what's the membership like?
5: We've got about a dozen. Mm-hmm. You know, some come, some go, and but generally speaking, about, about a dozen.
2: Because driving around the county, I, I often see these big. Antenna arrays on the back of bungalows or houses or stuck up a pole.
5: If uh, it's yes. a fairly big array, it would be mm. an amateur one. If it's a CB, it would be probably a vertical 18-footer.
2: I'm talking about multi-beam. Ah, yes, that would be amateur. Rate, high-frequency multi-beam thing. Yes, that would be
5: amateur, that would.
2: Um, I'm not going to say where they are, obviously, because...
5: Well, I know what you're talking about. I think down the south of county? Yeah. There's one at the bottom of it? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. But, I mean... That obviously, their the neighbours know, but nobody else need that. I don't
5: think he's got a neighbour there, is he? I think that bungalow is his, and that's it. it Maybe you're right. I, I can't I think, think, no? Well,
2: you, you, can, you can see it when you drive past.
5: Sorry? You can see the antennas when Oh, yeah, past. yeah. Everybody knows about that one. <laughs> <laughs> There's one in, going into Swansea to a three-element beam. That is a monster.
2: I mean, what again for people who may not be familiar with amateur radio these are like your television antennas aren't they these are these sort of uh, very similar with uh, they look like big H-shaped or or have multiple sort of
5: elements. horizontal
2: elements along this yeah.
5: but usually with amateurs instead of them being that way vertical mm-hmm. yeah why, all- why,
2: why are amateur aerials horizontal and a lot of other areas I mean because you You see aerials, and some aerials are like on your car, they're straight up and down. Verticals, yeah. And others are, like, horizontal.
5: Different modes is is a short answer. Right. Plus they go further, and it's directional.
2: Which is better?
5: For in a car, you you wouldn't use one of those multi-element beams.
2: Mm. Well, you wouldn't use anything horizontal because you'd kill all the pedestrians, I suppose. (laughs)
5: Poking people in the eye all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: it's tourist yeah. season. That could be a new.
5: It could be a new sport. Yeah, no, 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 no. But uh, a horizontal then is usually directional. That's uh, the key to that. Is that why you have on these
2: poles that are steerable?
5: I want to go to Milford, or a lot further than that, actually, or I want to go to Lettison, mm-hmm. Narbeth, Direc- or
2: anywhere in the world.
5: On those big beasts, as I said, like that one and twenty. Yes. yes. Well,
2: let's have some music, and we'll we'll return to Elwyn and uh, learn more about the mysteries and the vagaries of amateur radio. After uh, we've heard from
3: Sixpence and the Richer.
2: Sixpence and the Richer is that a band? Apparently. yeah. Oh, there we are then. Shows my age.
3: Well, you put it. On, no,
2: computer shouldn't have done that then. No, it should have stopped and gone like that. But yeah. it didn't. No. But we got it. Yes. So, to Cathy's clown. Yes. Yeah, I just. just <laughs> thought, our, our guest tonight is Elwyn from the Pembrokeshire Amateur Radio Club Society. 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 <laughs> We're learning more me. about the early days of radio, uh, long predating internet radio and uh, Pure West radio. And we've um, also found out that Ronnie... What were you, Midnight Silver Fox? No, or? Midnight Fox I was. Oh, go on. Because really? you were obviously... <laughs> you just found out that Ronnie was a cb Oh, right. Well, it was me... As um, a song title, isn't it? Ronnie was a CBer. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. No, there
3: so, was just there was <laughs> me... No, no, there was me and my brother and it was his mate, my brother's mate that had got the CB. Right. So we, there was about five of us used to fight over it. Um, my brother was... God, what was he? Big Ed. Oh yeah. Um, but that's because his middle name was Edward. <laughs> oh God for that. Yeah. So why were you Midnight Fox? Um. Well, I was going to be Foxy Lady.
2: Everybody else was. Exactly. Or Pink Ladies. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um. There was another Foxy Lady that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um. Elvin there...
2: just revealed his was Foxy Lady. As well. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a Foxy Lady on there that I had an argument with. Um and and she turned around and said because
2: she was older than me she
3: nineteen could keep
5: it. for
2: a copy
3: yeah. nineteen
5: for a run <laughs> yeah
2: one nine a copy <laughs> yeah I remember I'm the like, days of C B yeah it's was good fun you know,
0: like everybody else I, I loved it i, I had I'd
2: yeah it yeah. was brilliant I'd C B radio too and I've um, got one at
3: home but I've just the power leads missing It yeah, could be fixed yes yeah, so I know I know the man in fact it's starting to come back People
2: yes it did
5: dip. And then start the company. It's see starting a few aerials about now, mind. Yeah? Yes.
2: Um, but I always wondered, because you know, we used to go out into the hills of North Wales, mm. and it was called DXing. Yeah.
5: Long distance. Yeah.
2: yeah. And you used to try and see how far could you talk to somebody else. Oh, yeah. Using illegal power amplifiers, burners, they were called. Yeah. So you'd sit on this drafty Welsh mountaintop in all bloody weathers. <laughs> and you'd think to yourself, do you know what? I'm up here. It's three o'clock in the morning. And I'm freezing cold and I'm trying to talk to somebody I've never met I'd probably cross the road to avoid in Southampton if I ever bumped into them <laughs> just to get a postcard off them to yeah. say that I'd spoken to them yeah yes so it's a bit like driving <laughs> out into the middle of the countryside going into a phone box randomly dialing the <laughs> number I go hello can you send me a postcard <laughs> Isn't it? I That's mean right. that was what C B was. Yeah. Or there yeah. was these local little sort of town and village nets mm. which usually ended up in a fight. Uh, yeah, oh, a couple yeah. of times I remember that. One.
5: I never got involved in that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, but they made great listening, didn't, oh, they? Yeah. didn't it, just? On their soap operas. Yeah, yeah.
3: Well we used to go up the Priscelli's. Yeah. And um yeah. later on then after I'd long finished with C B.
5: stone Mountain.
3: Yeah, there was a there was a friend of ours that was into CBs and amateur radio. And we used to go up with him and his family and he'd spend hours up there. And there was him and his father-in-law were both into the to the amateur radio. And they spend hours up there. And to, to us, it felt like they weren't doing anything. And all of a sudden you'd hear a voice and it would be like Christmas for them because they'd finally got somebody on their radio that was in the car that, as you said, had all these bits added to it. And they thought it was fantastic.
2: I bet you everybody listening to this show who's over forty-five—that'd
5: be a good estimate.
2: Yeah, probably had access to or used the CB radio. Oh God, that'd be a good bet
5: indeed. Because yeah.
2: it was—it was very, very popular. Oh yeah, in, through the eighties, it was incredibly popular. We all had seven-foot fire sticks.
5: <laughs> fire sticks. those you remember thunder that. Thunder
2: poles. Sirios. <laughs> what, what was the big one? i called? seen
5: one of them today. Or what, was the big,
2: what was the big um, vertical called? The
5: fire stick? No, 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 fire no. Stick. Oh, no. That was the red one. That can't you remember.
2: You yeah. Or the k Can't remember. No, I can't remember. If anybody can remember what the big vertical aerial, it wasn't the Thunder Pole. Um, Anyway. Anyway, yeah. There we go. We all uh, had one. But there was a hierarchy in CB, wasn't it? Because for the first few years, it was still illegal in the UK. Yeah. It spread yeah. from America.
5: Good D there, no? Oh, um, yeah. Yeah.
2: Everybody had present... Because all the all the sideband radios... It was sideband and AM radio, wasn't it? That's right. And sideband radio, always they all sounded like Mickey Mouse or...
1: <laughs>
5: yeah, until you tuned it in properly and yeah. it was okay then, right? Like. <laughs> Can you hear me? Good yeah. days.
2: And Good. all the radios were, were named after American presidents.
5: President, President Lincoln. Or snakes. Yeah. Yes. I had yeah. a Cobra 147. <coughs> I, I had a 148, I had. Yeah. I, yeah. That was a sideband radio, I, I had that in the car.
2: And then you spent hours and hours and hours swarring your aerial. Do you remember that?
5: Yeah. Just, <laughs> all that meant was it was just in the aerial. I was going to say, it's
2: you better explain what swarring your aerial means because we all had swar metres.
5: VSWR, voltage-standing wave ratio, forward and reflected. Minimum reflected, maximum forward. That was VSWR or SWR. Mm-hmm. That it, that's what it is. Four watts, hopefully going out, and very nearly nothing coming back down the outside of the coax.
2: I remember on the meeting you had to get below below one, one and a half.
5: One point five and down was it yeah. was it, you yeah. were safe there, acceptable.
2: Yeah,
5: very acceptable.
2: I and think. of course you were li- you were strictly limited by law to a maximum of 4 watts on high power and point 0.4 of a watt on low power.
5: That's a spot and on. And not
2: one of us took a blind notice <laughs> of that. Every one of us ran at least 250 or 500. Weren't,
3: when <laughs> supposed, weren't you supposed, at one point, weren't you supposed to actually have a license
2: for CB radio? Yes. Yeah, Yes,
3: yeah, what I thought so. The other,
2: the other thing about CB radio, um, as I recall, is it was like a, an early form of local radio because... You had channels that were dedicated to the local gossip. You there was always one channel that was taken over by a guy who insisted on plugging his radio or putting an elastic band around his microphone and sticking it next to a tape recorder and playing. Now that's what I call music. Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> and like one particular channel. But there was uh, there was an emergency
5: aspect uh, CB.
2: Yes. And there was a group of CBs called React. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, who, who undertook an awful lot of marshalling and safety work at carnivals and events. And in fact, the Milford, the, the recent carnivals, um, I remember back in the day of CB, they would always have a REACT communications They had team. a
5: good group, they were, pretty efficient too.
2: Now, does amateur radio have that emergency function?
5: Yes, it's called Raynet, R-A-Y-N-E-T. Raynet. Yes, uh, Radio amateur Emergency. Um, do they
2: still operate? Operate. Sorry? Do they still operate?
5: The oh yeah, very much so. Yeah, I ain't a member of it, man, but there is a fairly big group uh, in the county, scattered all over the county. Should we need them? Now,
2: Raynet didn't do the carnivals and didn't do the processions nope. like React used to do. But what does what's Rainet's function?
5: Raynet's function w- would be, in uh, as far as I know, if we had an emergency, weather-wise or or something worse than that, possibly, you know they would be there to keep in touch if the roads were open and things like that, or if there were people stranded, some of them have got four tracks, they'd be able to get something to you or get someone to you, mm-hmm. or even a doctor, you know. they got really good, nice vehicles, like four-track vehicles, like some of them, and they do exercises about the county. They also marshal, um, some of the functions in the county you can't think quickly now what, what what it would be, but some of the horse jumping things and running, cycling, oh, like the things they long got course at different points along the way. Yeah, if there was an emergency, then Because it there's
2: was large parts because Pembroke said rural, because there are large parts. Of that's the right. Where the yeah. mobile phone network and mm. short, you know, the the PMR, the the little walkie-talkies you can buy from. Um, Argos don't yeah. work; they haven't got the range. Because radio, we we've just come back from holiday, and quite a lot of uh, families, including mm. us, use these PMR po- personal mobile radios.
5: Spot on. Yeah, to keep in touch like To
2: keep in touch, um, especially when we're driving up to North Wales, we have one in each car, so we can. Great
5: uh, idea, and no. there.
2: You know, I, we need to stop. Oscar's going to be sick everywhere.
5: <laughs> and, uh, Glaston yeah, no, was there we were like ambulance Thing, ambulance setups, doctors, the odd doctor here and there mm-hmm. and Glastonbury a lot of people there and there, chances are somebody's not going to be very well on the day like sunstroke or something like that or short of breath or you know asthma or and Raynet uh, and the 446 are on the go mm-hmm. uh, in Glastonbury and things like that like you know where there's a lot of people and could well need a bit of help you know quickly.
3: What's
5: the 446? 446 is a PMR band. Is it called Public Mobile Radio. Ah, right. UHF. The 400 nice, and, small little motor yeah. roller. And oh, I've and
3: seen them. Yeah, yeah. And 446
5: very megahertz. Oh. Very, very high frequency. Very UHF.
2: We've got a range of what, a mile or so?
5: Yeah, depending on the terrain and what's in the way, buildings and things, you know.
2: I was, I was listening on the scanner the other day to the, the PMR band and of course, with all the holidaymakers round, it's very busy at the moment. Oh yeah,
5: four four six double O five. It starts up. Can, off you, get, can you
2: get some ice creams and bring them down to the beach? <laughs>
5: well, there we are. It's got its use isn't yeah. it? <laughs> Everything's you, got, got its use. Worth
2: listening to. you listen to um, the Marine M um, one and M two channels?
5: One five six band. Yeah, Marine.
2: Yeah, but there's you've got the normal one two whatever it is. And obviously the Coast Guard are on 16, and the Port Authority are on 12, and the Tugs are on 17. Alfred on
5: 14, and so forth.
2: But you've also got the the two private channels, M1 and M2, which are on all the radios. And if you've ever listened to the yachties, can you bring some Prosecco when you come back from...
5: (laughs) That's not exactly what that was meant for. There's plenty of channels. (laughs) Plenty there without that one. Yeah, there is a private one there too, uh, triple, uh, is it double O or, or triple O?
2: Well, they're not programmed into most marine radios, are they? No, but no. The scanners can. that is
5: operate. private, that one. Yeah.
2: And there are frequencies where you can listen to Coast Guard rescues, but we're not going to say them on Earth. Uh,
5: Isn't Robbie's it actually
3: movies. illegal now to to actually listen to them?
5: Or No. It's not illegal. No, not But you shouldn't act on any information. Ah, that's,
3: so that's what it is, if you I, act I on think, the information. I think
5: that's what does it. Like.
3: Yeah, it but becomes illegal. Like then.
5: the weather, well, not all the marine channels, but some of them, like the weather and things like that, there are some open channels mm-hmm. which are for the public, you know. Not all of them, though. No. So it's yes and no, really.
2: Yeah. I mean, there, there are... Um there are channels where, I mean the weather, uh, the Coast Guard issued the weather forecast every three or four hours. And it's probably one of the most accurate weather forecasts we get in this county. I think
5: everybody would li- listen to that one.
2: And you can, you know, it, it's publicly acce- uh, accessible or, uh, if you have a scanning radio. Um, well, what what you pointing to? What's the computer doing? We're
3: 43 seconds
2: over. Oh, is that all? We'll fix it then. Yes, boss. <laughs> I
3: can coming, fix it. We're just
2: coming up to the news. So radio still very much has a place in, in our modern society.
5: Even taxis and things like that, you know, mm-hmm. ambulances, fire, police.
2: So, I mean, it's comforting to know that if the internet falls, falls over, as it frequently does, or you can't get a mobile phone signal, as you often can't when you need it because everybody else is using their mobile phones, there are organisations such as RayNet, And I suppose all of the radio amateurs?
5: Yeah, generally speaking, we would all pile in and and lend a hand or monitor. And if there's a blank spot where you can't get a signal in and out of, might be one of of us monitoring, just having a listen. So it wouldn't shut down altogether. Have you
2: yourself uh, been in a situation where you've overheard um, something that you've needed to get involved with?
5: Only once and it was a pregnant lady in Milford and uh, she didn't have a phone. (laughs) (laughs) So um, (laughs) the next uh, neighbour was on amateur radio Mm -hmm. he didn't have a phone either. So he whistles me up and says, Erwin, I haven't got a phone nor my neighbour. Can you ring the doctor or the hospital? So I did. it all got resolved in about five, ten minutes. It was sorted like somebody was on the way, which I thought, oh, that was handy, you know. So, and that was about the only incident, the only case for me then, you know.
2: But radio amateurs have played um, a very important role in the history of radio and uh, the establishment of radio protocols and radio methods. And it's quite reassuring to know that they're still alive and well. What, what, what are the society's plans going forward?
5: Well, all we seem to be doing at this moment is the odd project, in other words, making something, which we've got to get round to another one now, the winter's coming, and helping people pass their exams. I don't know, did you know that uh, you could have pass an exam? No. It's three stages. Right. uh, And the difference in the three stages are, to make it easy, different power levels, 10 watts on one, Fifty on the next one, and four hundred on the next one, mm-hmm. the top one, you know, the um, advanced license. Then,
2: and you, you you then get issued with a call sign, don't
5: you? That's what Each time you move on, or up, or whatever you want to call it, your call sign changes, um, you start off with, say, for instance, M W seven, and then you go to two W. Zero, that's the second one, and the third one then begins with an M, zero, MW, zero. The W is, is for Wales. In England, they drop the W. Scotland, they use the M, MM, instead of MW, as in Wales, and so forth. Didn't used to be G? Ah, they ran out of them. They ran out of you? Yes, this is true now. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, it, the old, uh, it had happened, didn't
5: it? it G zero and G one. G zero, I had, and G one, I had one of them as well. G one, G seven, G eight, G six on GW six. Then down here, mm-hmm. we're all at this time, ta- at that time, a class B license, VHF, UHF bands, and then you, if you wanted to go on HF, which is round the globe, like, mm-hmm. not all the time, but occasionally you go round the globe and all over the place, like. Um, that was a G, GW here, G in England, GM in Scotland, and so forth. there was a locator, locator, like, you know. And that was the two classes of license that they were at that time. Right. But it, it all changed then. There's three now, three stages now.
2: And the legacy of that old original radio amateur call sign system still operates with the American uh, AM stations, doesn't it? Yeah. A lot of them have kept yes. there. Wasn't there's a K?
5: K, N, and... You, you still hear... That you recent see K- years, A A
2: F and K N G B U. Yeah, that's right.
5: And you see it on aircraft, I don't know if you noticed. Same as G in this country. That's right, yeah. Yeah. And, and on ships, I think, sometimes. battleships and... So
2: we've, got, we've got this huge sort of um, debt, really, to radio amateurs.
5: Yes. To because book.
2: radio amateurs were right there at the dawn of television. Um, they pioneered um, early forms of I, I suppose email with because they didn't you radio amateurs use something called radio teletype
5: RTTY that's right and then a packet radio system came in then all computerised and you type it out on the screen press mm-hmm. a button bzz, and it's wherever you wanted it to go by a that's email. different re- early stages of mm-hmm. hmm
2: and then there was the early the early forms of Instagram and Snapchat, which
5: was was it slow scan television, SSTV, as as we know it, like slow scan TV, fast scan TV. Mm-hmm. The only disadvantage of those modes is they take up so much spectrum. They are wide mode things. Mm-hmm. Take up megahertz rather than kilohertz, which most of the amateur modes take up kilohertz.
3: In other words, that's taking up megabytes instead of exactly yeah. the same thing I guess absolutely
5: yeah.
2: there's one aspect of um, amateur radio uh, that has always intrigued me and that's uh, they call it moon bounce
5: oh yes yummy, earth moon what, earth
2: what, what's moon bounce
5: <laughs> <laughs> exactly what <these> you <coughs> just said <coughs> if you, <coughs> can you can imagine it, it. yeah you, you have a one of these multi element arrays no, directional it is important because it's a long long way away yeah it's yeah. a, it's a as very you'd appreciate, target, though, yeah. <laughs> and some of these clever aerial arrays uh-huh. track the moon, follow the moon for you. If the moon, you know, the moon does move, move slightly up, but mostly left to right, right? Mm-hmm. and it'll follow the moon. And then you bounce the signal, then, as it's called. You put your signal out, call CQ. Bounces off the moon, and heaven knows where it's going to come down. It could come back down in this country. But in America, South America, it could come down anywhere. Somebody receives you then, steers his antenna at the moon, and does the same to you. And that—that's that's a, that's a long-distance contact there, no, probably wow. there really was one. But you could have fairly big multi-element array. Does
2: that require a lot of power? To...
5: That would help as well, mm-hmm. yes. You can get a notice of radiation on your licence for a kilowatt. To do that, to do just that, Or oh, you haven't got to use a kilowatt, but it's there. I
2: was going to say, I mean, knock down most of the bird population, or cook them with this <laughs>
5: <earth>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that—that's what Earth, Moon, Earth, and what, signals off the I Moon. Mean,
2: how's the radio community adapted to all of this Wi-Fi, all of these sort of uh, other radio frequencies? Because the radio spectrum now is a very, very crowded place, isn't it?
5: It is indeed. But the H F spectrum, thirty mags and down, is getting more and more how can I say, vacated and not emptied. Mm-hmm. It's all done, a lot of it's done now, via satellites at different heights and geostationary. In other words, he seems to be standing still and that's where you bounce your signal, same as EME. He's listening to a satellite afternoon as a matter of fact.
2: If if anybody is interested in pursuing radio amateur Becoming a radio amateur wants to learn more about it. how can they contact the society?
5: Went on the Google.
2: So it's a simple thing: Google Pembrokeshire Amateur Radio Society. Oh, boom, just like that. That's easy way. There'd to be phone yeah. number. Yeah, There'd yeah, be phone
5: see. numbers and all that landline. Yeah, phone numbers. That's the, like the wonderful that. thing
2: about the internet now. You don't have to remember even your own details. I don't know my own phone number. You just say Google it, and people. Yeah. Just
5: I'm hopeless in mobile phones. I
2: thought you'd be a naturalist. Yeah,
5: that's a lot of people said that. But uh, it's of no interest. That's probably why. I am not very good with mobile phones or or these very, very clever phones. I tell you, I'm amazed with the technology on these phones. But it's not for me. I prefer to play radio more so. That's that's where I I'm at my be- happiest. Well, we're coming up to the news.
2: Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to listen to the news. Is that right? Is that what we're going to oh, do the oh news. Kathy's no, I don't care about Kathy's clown. Delete. Delete. her. Okay. Make her go away. There you go. Dear computer. Can't go. do it. Can't you?
3: No, because she's still up there. Is she?
2: Yeah. We're stuck with her. Yeah. So um, i will have to play her. Go on then.
3: Okay, we'll be back after. We'll be back after this. <laughs> For Pembrokeshire.
0: Pure West Radio. Listen live at PureWestRadio.com. 24 hours a day. Pure West Radio. From Wolf's Castle to Orwins Castle. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio.
1: of your latest news of Pembroke. I'm Jonathan Twig. Last Friday, hundreds of motorcyclists gathered for the final journey of 40-year-old Mummer 3, Laura Davis, who died in an accident at Race racetrack earlier this month. The bikers, many with pink ribbons on their machines, followed the funeral cortege arranged by F.G. Reeson's sons of Porfield Gate, as it made its way to Park Wing Crematorium along the A40, a poignant moment observed when Wales Air Ambulance helicopter performed a tribute fly past as Laura was among those who had helped raise money for the charity in a sponsored motorbike ride around Wales just weeks before her death. Donations in lieu of flowers for the Wales Air Ambulance may be sent. Kerr Steph Williams, 26 Kevin Coyd Scledhy, Fishguard SA659QU Aldi Supermarket Stores in Haverford West and Pembroke Dock are donating surplus food directly to local groups Pembrokeshire Frame, a charity that provides support for people with disabilities, and Patch, which delivers food parcels to those facing a financial crisis. The new partnership to help those most in need in the county sees the local good causes collect surplus food up to five days a week at each store, as it donates perishable items such as fruit, veg, and long life items and baked goods. Last year, the supermarket donated two million meals to charity, and it expects to increase this by 50% this year over its 830 stores. Any local charities in Pembrokeshire looking to partner up with Aldi store should email Aldi at neighbourly.com to apply. With the holiday season in full boom across the county, with tourists arriving from across the world to sample the delights of the area, one of the county's top family attractions Folly Farm has been announced as the venue for international tenor and inaugural winner of Britain's Got Talent, Paul Potts, who will return to the Folly Theatre in October for a top charity concert promoted by the Rotary Club of Narberth and Whitland. It'll be Potts only UK venue for a live performance before he embarks on a two month European tour and he will be supported at the Follies Theatre by Premiershire Ladies Choir,
0: Bella.